and novelty songs. Spurs, girls, and novelty songs. Spurs, girls, and novelty songs. Spurs, girls, and novelty songs. I got a stove delivered to me at 10:30 p.m. two nights ago. What the hell? What the fuck? Yeah, I had <laughs> delivery dudes who showed up earlier in the day, and we didn't hear them. I think they tried to knock. Whatever. They had to come back at 10.30 at night. And they're just like, these dudes showed up. And I'm just like, are they here right now? And yep, lo and behold, they delivered our stove. Now I just have, we have our stove. So, uh, a couple questions. Um, I'll accept two questions at this moment. All right. Uh, this is the first question two, that popped into my head. Two for two for each of you, yes. Thank you. Sure. Okay, here's my... We'll, we'll go every other. I'm going to start with my first question, then we'll go Kelly. Every uh, other word or every other question? <laughs> every other question. Mar- okay, Marty, good. what do you think? I think you're going to do every other word. Oh, well, you're wrong. Every Is other that question. your first question, Scott? No, no, it's not. No, it's not. Don't try to <laughs> genie me on this. Uh, no, that's one of your first questions. Uh, all right, fine. Kelly, go. What? No. Uh, all right. Uh, okay, go. Okay, go ahead. I'm going to ask my first question now. Marty, okay. why we, I'm going to uh, lift the veil of Mystique and say that uh, we're recording two episodes in a row, and this is the second one we've recorded. Yes. How did you not bring this up on the first episode we recorded? What do you mean, Scott? This is the first episode we're recording. We're recording this along with, insert title later. Uh, I forgot. Okay. (laughs) No, it's actually Kelly said something about being a renter, and I was like, that reminds me of something. I too rent, and my stove was delivered to me very late at night. My my question, my turn. Uh How did your dog auto react to it? (laughs) Same way he always reacts. He runs up and is like, I gotta meet these people. I gotta meet these people. And then he freaks out and is scared. But then he keeps wanting to meet them, and then keeps running away. Aww. He's He's a freeze. Yeah. He's a good guard dog and a bad guard dog, like, at the same time. He'll bark and make noise, and he'll get a little, like, if he feels like you're being threatened, he'll be aggressive. But... He's sort of like an H.P. Lovecraft character, where, like, he he's, like, solving a mystery that's also, like, driving him insane. Like, he has to, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, the more he yes. finds out, the more disturbed and mentally twisted he becomes, but he can't yes. stop unraveling this plot. Otto is the main character in In the Mountain of Barkness. Of crazy dude, yeah. That made me me sad. Scott's second question. (laughs) Okay, my second question is, um, could you tell, so 10.30, Mm -hmm. what were they doing at 9.30? Yeah, that's the part I didn't get. They they kept telling me that they were like, oh, this is our last delivery for the night, and I was just like, you guys are still... Yeah. When when did you start? Because that implies that, like, did they say that there was, like, a window that they would show up in? Uh... Originally, they were supposed to show up the day before between, like, 2 and 7 p.m. or something. And then they were supposed to do the same thing the following day. And then we didn't hear them knocking when they came. And they just, like, I guess, I don't know if they knocked at all, actually. Because I feel like they didn't really try very hard to get my... I was I work from home. I can hear anybody knocking at my yeah. door. My dog freaks out when people come to the door. Like, I feel like they kind of just, like, didn't... I don't know what happened. I think it was nobody's fault is what happened. But, like, this is one of those situations. But... But it's also just like the, it's you know after you get to like eight o'clock give up because it's like because then you have to, they bring you the oven and then you have to like plug it in and shit or like I guess there's not really any setup but still you no, know what I mean you're gonna be up until at least yeah. like eleven like they did all of that for us so it wasn't that bad um, yeah I don't know 
That's crazy. Welcome to Swiss Goofs and Novelty Songs. <laughs> what? I didn't get a second question. Yeah, Kelly, a podcast about cutting off Kelly, apparently. I'm sorry, yeah. Kelly? Actually, no, question. it's always a podcast about cutting off Kelly. That's Go also on. true. Uh, what was the first thing you cooked in it? <laughs> Such an oh, important great. question. Fucking excellent question. I think I made a frozen pizza. Wow. True Wisconsin air. Not mac yes. and cheese with barbecue sauce in the yeah. water? In what the am water. I? A one percenter? What am yeah. I? A, a freshman in college? <laughs> what am I? Sophomore. Me? Junior in college? <laughs> you still do it out of spite? This is, days, can I tell God. the story? Can oh, I tell the story? Come on. Go ahead. The go world yeah, might as well know. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I'll tell Before, it short. I won't make a meal out of it. I'll tell I the wanna, short version. I want to introduce you as the storyteller, okay? <laughs> okay, thank you. So before you hear the story about how Marty cooks, note that Scott is an award-winning chef from the spam <laughs> recipe he created as a child. <laughs> the spam recipe? Yeah, didn't you like make up a spam recipe once and win a contest? Uh, I could have sworn you did this. You're you're referencing like a high school like project I had. It wasn't a contest. It was well, like you won. I won it <laughs> out of like Scott. the other like fifteen people in my like sociology class or whatever. I grew up it. in the tiniest town in Wisconsin. Yeah. If one less person lived in Scott's hometown, it would be unincorporated. I also worked like in a kitchen for three years, but I guess that spam contest in high no, school. No, the spam is what... contest sticks more than the kitchen <laughs> work okay. that you've done. All right. Anyways. Um, yeah, like I said, I'm not going to make a meal out of it. Marty, his freshman year of college or whatever. I, I, hold up. I made a meal out of it, though. You, oh, well, no, you? that's the whole story is that you did not, famously. <laughs> he tried to make mac and cheese. He He's boiling the noodles, and then he adds the 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 cheese powder, the cheese flavor powder into the boiling water. <laughs> that's it. You know what I mean? That's the whole story. But it's just, you know, obviously you're supposed to drain the noodles, add it in after that. I, did you think that it was just going to, like, reduce, like, the quart and a half of water was going to reduce down into a sauce? Is it so obvious? Like, I mean, I, some people might not know that. Where stuff, do you think like, all that water goes? <laughs> into my tummy. Uh... I don't know. I, I was having a. I don't know what happened. I probably was having a bad day. I probably fucked up and just forgot and just didn't think it through at all. But you had you were cooking in front of. of an audience, which is like doing True. almost anything in front of an audience is awful. It's very stressful. All my roommates were like harassing me about this, and I blew up. It was a whole thing. We don't need to talk about it any further. <laughs> this week we're reviewing the <laughs> the Great Dictator, a 1940 satirical film. Made by Charlie Chaplin, who directed, produced, wrote, composed, and starred in the film. This was Chaplin's first. He starred as both the leads in this film, yes. This was Chaplin's... He what, Murphy did? Eddie Murphy. Murphy. Yeah, he clumped it. Eddie Murphy did this first, before Charlie Chaplin. Yeah, Yeah. the the great clump-tater. This was Chaplin's first full sound picture and was created while the United States still had a peaceful relationship with Nazi Germany. Chaplin, of course, being a British man himself. This film was a box office hit, nominated for multiple Academy Awards, considered a benchmark for satire in film and an all-time classic. Uh, though Chaplin has stated that if he had known the uh, scope of the atrocities going on in the concentration camps at the time, he would not have done it. This is a movie about uh, Hitler, pretty specifically, just Chaplin playing Hitler. And is that who that was? <laughs> yes. I thought he was making uh, fun of himself for having that mustache. <laughs> And Chaplin also plays a Jewish barber who was a war veteran who has amnesia at the beginning of the film. And that is our 
our crux of the film is we follow Hitler and this barber who's the barber is being persecuted. The Hitler is being Hitler. And that's the movie we got. Gentlemen, the Hitler. what were your initial thoughts on the great dictator? Uh, pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Now knowing that he would have done it differently, knowing the atrocities committed in Nazi Germany, that makes a little bit more sense that he was so yeah. like lighthearted about everything. Yeah. Um, he, still he saw the day the like clown pretty... cried and was like, God damn it. Yeah. He, he still portrayed them pretty um, negatively, obviously, but... I don't think, it, like, how he portrayed Germans would have changed. Like, I think he would have been as harsh on the Third Reich as he was in this movie. Like, this, movie's, yeah. this movie, at the time, had to be seen as, like, particularly biting, because it's very... They treat Hitler like he's a petty child idiot. Yeah. Uh, everyone who follows him is a sycophant. Their names are like his lieutenants are named like garbage. You know what I mean? Like their garbage and are like, like fart sniffer. <laughs> yeah, like he's yeah. he's pretty like mean spirited towards horrible people in this movie. But I think yeah, I think it's that he he maybe wouldn't have been so like I don't know flippant about people escaping concentration camps and that kind of stuff. Like it's like yeah, like it's like, like a kooky jail escape. Yeah, exactly. That that's the stuff where it's like, ugh, like it's, it's just a little a little misguided. Even if though, I think his heart was in the right place with this movie. Right. Um, it's it's a, it's like a touchier subject now than it was then. I think, and even then, it was for sure. But it's yeah. it's weird because it's like good propaganda for once. Because <laughs> yeah. it's it was his own choice to make it. You know, like he didn't, he didn't have to do this. He didn't have I to. Mean, like, yeah. And I thought the speech at the end was like, I, we'll get to it later, but that was like definitely the highlight for me, to be honest. We can jump into it. That's think the, the speech, part everybody's seen, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah the, the speech makes the like, movie. Damn. The speech, oh. though, I would say, I think this movie has a problem a lot. Like, this is why I think it's a spoof movie. Also, Well, first off, it's obviously a spoof movie. There are so Chaplin Yeah, in, I think him falling down all those times. Yeah, is that's what, what I was going to uh, say. <laughs> Chaplin in general is like such a precursor to what satire and parody in film became. Uh... And this movie specifically, it's like the whole thing is a spoof of a real life thing. And also it still spoofs like film tropes and narrative tropes and things like that. But I think the middle of this movie is a real slog when it gets to just being Hitler and this whole plot about invading Poland and having to get there before Italy does. That whole section just drags. The movie just has no narrative momentum. It's really slow. It's not very funny because it's just the same jokes over and over again. Hitler's an idiot. His people are sycophants. Like, all that sh- It just goes on so long. Talking in German sounds weird. Yeah, they just do so many of the same bits. Him walking into rooms and everybody reacting in weird ways. Like, I just... It was like, I wanted more of the barber character than I wanted of Hitler in this movie. I wish Hitler was less of a character in this movie. I think it would yeah. have really improved the movie. You should watch um, all of Charlie Chaplin's other movies, if you want. <laughs> <laughs> more I mean, of I've that barber... Them. Yeah, I know that's like his tramp character, right? Like that's that's pretty clearly what he was trying to do with that character, right? It's just everything he's always ever done. I mean, or I think it's like a toned down version of that. Yeah. yeah, it's like if Rowan Atkinson was making a movie about like Putin or something. He's like, well, I gotta write a character that's Mr. Bean. <laughs> you know what? I think it's like I think this is like a really like toned down sort of nineteen thirties version of um, Sasha Baron Cohen. Yeah. yeah. I think I would, that's actually yeah. yeah, the dictator, right? Like that's a, pretty much the same thing. Did yeah. he? Did 
did Chaplin like wasn't there a hit put out on him for this movie like after this by like German spies or something? No, I don't know. You're probably sure. right. I don't know. I could be making it up. We should have done surprised. research. I assumed Marty would. <laughs> what do you think my uh, role is here? Was I supposed to Google Charlie Chaplin hitman? I don't know. So, well, it should have been on the Wikipedia. You're that supposed you to read Google Charlie Chaplin and then. You're supposed to Google Charlie Chaplin and then every word just to be uh, <laughs> just safe. Oh, especially Girl. dubstep. Charlie Chaplin dubstep. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. Sick. Uh, this movie, I think, was effective in how it made fun of Hitler. I think it's just too much of it. This one, Jojo Rabbit is like Hitler says lit. <laughs> he he dabs. Yeah. In a German accent. <laughs> in a, it's goes, lit fam. Yeah. He's like, oh, it's lit fam. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> Is there a Fortnite I can play? Yeah, <laughs> it's not. It is. It. I mean, that is like sort of the just like oh, Hitler's being very casual. Yeah, yeah. That, yeah, that was an okay movie. Jojo Rabbit. I haven't seen it. B plus. Ooh. Well, what? hold on. What? You can't you, rate it yet. Oh my god. You can't yeah, rate, rate it yet? yet. We're gonna watch your rating. That. Your ratings are so confusing. You say you love a movie and you give it like a seven out of ten, and then you're like Jojo Rabbit B plus. It was okay. It's like what? What, what means anything, Scott? Uh, it's fine. Don't worry. We'll come back to that when we review Jojo Rabbit. <laughs> yeah, it's almost we'll like rating movies is arbitrary and stupid. Hey, my that guy. Was a spit take. This is my guy. Uh, Italy was also uh, named Bacteria in this movie, which was another fun no. spoof. Yeah. Did they pronounce it different? I don't remember how it's pronounced. Bacteria or something? Yeah, it was something like that. Nice. And then there's also a lot of barbering. Germany in this movie. is well, yeah. One of the characters is a barber. Germany I know, but even Hitler goes to a barber. Tasmania. Yeah, look at his yeah. face. You think that just happens? <laughs> That's, you're right. It made they me a little to... jealous. You know, it's like wow, Chaplin. Didn't you know I'd be in a quarantine? Yeah. In 80 years, and I can't get my hair cut. That's a little yeah. rude of you. My roots are growing out. <laughs> you can see that I dye my hair blonde. Yeah. Um it did make me think though like just like how relaxing it would be to uh get a shave though. Like to just like yeah. have that like oh, I always taken care of. of mine. It's yeah. a dream. I said we bring it back. Whenever I see Sweet Todd, I think about that. You just have to go to like a <laughs> you have to go to like freak. a good barber. It would be so relaxing especially the sweet release of death afterwards. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah, I gotta go to that barber. That sounds great. We gotta learn some three-part harmonies, and we gotta open up a barber, like, we'll shave your face, too. We'll shave your face and sing at you? So, wait. Three-part... We learned the three-part harmonies, but the shave... The face-shaving learning will come after, right? Like, we do that. That's Uh, secondary. One sounds easier than the other. (laughs) Uh, this movie was fine. It was lo- it was a bit long for my taste. Over the hour, fifteen minute mark. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Kelly fell asleep. <laughs> no, I don't fall asleep. It's just like my attention span falls asleep. Is what happens. I this mean, is it is. It's paced. Movie. It's paced like a '30s movie too. You yeah. know. Yeah. But it's even at the time, movies at the time weren't like super long like this. This is a particularly like odd movie that it's so long and especially because like yeah. i said that like, it's the middle is so sketchy and it's just repeating itself over and over again well way. it's yeah. sketchy in a sense too like it did feel like like the the mussolini like 
sequence. Yeah. You could cut it out of the movie and it would be like the same. You know what I mean? It was like its own like self-contained little like sketch within the middle of this this movie. Right. It had nothing to do with like the buildup was that uh, the barber gets confused with Hitler and he makes a speech at a Hitler rally and yeah. convinces the troops. To I put do down their like arms. though that the the mix them up like obviously like oh they make a joke that they're played by the same person like in the mm-hmm. opening credits but they don't yeah. do the mix them up until like the last like five minutes. I thought that was actually like very like tasteful and like sort of like a. I was fucking waiting for that Oliver yeah. Twist moment. I. I we like all knew that. it was coming, that so to save yeah. it for the end, I think, was, like, a very, like, skillful touch. No, I agree with that. It's like I like that uncut as the gems. Where you're just like, like something bad's gonna happen, and I don't know when, but I'm anxious about it. Yeah, a.k.a. my life. Yeah. Adam Sandler is gonna make another gamble, and that's not gonna go well for him. Yeah. Yeah. I say the gamble was being an uncut gems. Being in it? And it worked out. Yeah, and it paid off great. In the movie? Being in the movie. Yeah. He won Best Actor of the Independent Spirit Awards, guys. Come, yeah, come on. on. Sure, I could see that. I wasn't that surprised <laughs> that he wasn't nominated for any I actually, I fucking Academy love Adam Sandler as a dramatic actor. Oh, I love him too. I think yeah, he's, he's great. great. I wish yeah. he would do it more. Grown Ups won? Are you yeah. kidding me? Yeah, I cried. I went. <laughs> I became a grown up. They went down the water slide together. Oh, it hurt. It hurt. Click? Are you serious? Oh. <laughs> In Italy. Uh, the remote turned him blue and green. He fast forwarded. Why did he do that? Oh my god. <laughs> okay, what's yeah. what's next? <laughs> I don't have much more notes. I think I think I pretty much covered it. Uh, the part where he um, shaves the girl's face and they like don't realize it until he's like already st- and they're like both kind of. She's like, I wonder why women don't grow whiskers, and they're both like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> That was like cute. I don't know. That was a sweet. I actually scene. thought their their uh, romantic relationship was developed really nicely in this movie, yeah. which is again really rare for a movie of this era. It was like, like really actually... like cute and like not yeah. like it's not. It didn't have to be like all steamy and shit to be like. And it good. also was like, like justified. Like it actually made sense that they would be interested in each other, and because of the times, they would fall in love with each other and all that stuff. Like yeah, I agree with myself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Good point, Marty. I'm going to start saying that that more. I'm going to start ending. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I agree. I just say I agree. The ultimate gaslighting tactic. Like, just (laughs) this thought you had is great. (laughs) (laughs) I was agreeing with you before when you said agree. I think think you're fine. (laughs) It's it's just funny because I was making the point, I guess. Yeah. You agreed with me agreeing with you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, as a spoof, yeah, (laughs) so so quick. I mean, how far are we into this damn thing? Twenty minutes. Yeah. All right. Is there anything else? What falling downs did you like the most? Yeah. When he got hit on the head and like ran down the block and then ran back, like I'm dizzy. (laughs) That's the thing is, all that stuff was great. I liked all that stuff, and like Uh, all the the... you liked when he was pretending to be dizzy when he got hit on the head. I'm a simple man. I (laughs) (laughs) no, I don't know what to think because I kind of liked it too. Hey, not everything has to be Citizen Kane. Again, random example. Not I think this movie, the though, the, 
the tone of the satire is consistent through well actually i'll save that for my rating. i'll save it for my rating because i do have like long thoughts on my readings but it was like weirdly comedic when it was like a serious topic mm-hmm. but like how is he supposed to know what the fuck was about to happen and Th- that's like what you have to do with satire though like you have to do it such an extreme to make it funny, but then by doing that, are you belittling the actual, like, horrific experience? But then, is it worth satirizing something? It, like, is it your responsibility to satirize something if you have the opportunity to to point out how horrible it is? I feel like... He, it's, trick, it's so tricky. He, t- well, he was, like, one of the biggest stars back then, when you think about it. Yeah. And he... He was 50 at the time when this movie was made, he, so he was, like, very late in his career. And he looks like it. I say he, he does, played yeah. his cards a hundred percent correctly, is my take. Like, I don't he know. He didn't have to do this, and he did, and he took a stance yeah. against something. And I bet it meant it didn't mean as much as Pearl Harbor, obviously, but it meant a lot. Like, I don't know. No, I think you're right. I do think it was like a way to exp- it, like, and that's that's why I think, I think the movie is considered important, is because yeah. like at the time, especially in the U.S., like sentiment was not supremely pro war like people were trying to stay out yeah of like fuck peace peace rules dude don't get me wrong but yeah the shit that was going down in germany i heard some stories yeah it was not good <laughs> oh what'd you what'd you hear <laughs> i can't talk about it here i can't no, okay. i signed an nda before i started recording uh <laughs> he's pointing out the absurdity of fascism yeah things yes. really morbid uh, and and sad and awful and serious things can still be absurd, and yeah. you can make fun of anything that's absurd. I think the absurdity of nationalism, just yeah, uh, like God, I wish someone would make. Oh, guys, I found our calling. <laughs> just now, I found our calling. Hmm. We have to point out the absurdity of nationalism. Quick. Yeah, let's make that's fun of country done. music. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Scott, did you rate it? I f- he gave it no, a B plus. None of us. Oh wait, it. no, that was oh. Jojo Rabbit. <laughs> that's true. You gave. It- so you have to give this a better rating than Jojo Rabbit, in my opinion. I don't know about that. Well, that's also, you. You have to give it a skills. better rating than Jojo Rabbit, motherfucker. I will. Skills. I have an N A for Jojo Rabbit. Whoa. Uh, Checkmate. Did not finish. The speech at the end is is really good. It's what everybody's aunt posted the day after um, Trump got elected. <laughs> but it... Uh, or, or shared, I should say. They didn't post it originally, of course. That's, they ripped it from a torrent. They, they posted said, it themselves. I missed no, the they, sun. They, they shared it from a page they like called like Dying Easter Eggs. I love my nephew. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I love my nephew Kyle is the name of the Facebook page. <laughs> <laughs> we, uh, I want that Facebook page. Give make it. it. It's, <laughs> I want it. Dying Easter eggs. I love my nephew Kyle. Uh, <laughs> anyways, but it, it's 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 a great speech. He's talking about more than just uh, than just specifically Hitler too. I think he's just talking about uh, yeah oppression and uh i don't know there's a little twinge of uh marxism in there one percent i do declare one percent at one point yeah yeah and he like hunched his shoulders and was like shaking his (laughs) fingers like lewis black um (laughs) as a movie i'm gonna give this an eight out of ten i liked it for an old movie this is you know up there it's uh, a good watch 
a lot of silly stuff. I really like that shaving scene. Yeah, again, I could have I could have done with like twenty percent more Barber and twenty percent less Hitler uh, would have been good. And Which then is it's weird spoof. to say, but I, is, yeah, yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. As a spoof, uh, I think like again, a good spoof has like. Large scale and small scale spoofs going at the same time. Large scale, it's making fun of uh, fascism, totalitarianism, and 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 that kind of stuff. Or dictators, and then small, and then specifically Hitler. It does both well. So I'll give it eight out of ten. Eight out of ten. Double eights. I'm gonna call this. Uh... Oh wait, does that make it a golden spoof? I think it's a golden spoof, yeah. Yeah, sure, it can be a golden spoof. Golden whoopee? Is that what we called it? Yeah, excuse me. Yeah. Golden whoopee. Great rating. Scott, an entry into the golden whoopee. Marty. As a movie, I gave it a 7 out of 10. I think I agree with, like, literally everything Scott said. Although I do think at times the movie is a little too dry, and at at times it feels a little too much like a documentary that occasionally just has some weird slapstick jokes. So at times it does feel like it falls out of the tone that's working so well in the movie. And that's like the middle part. That's like the Hitler, Mussolini stuff, like like everybody what we've been saying. Cut all that stuff out and this movie feels a lot tighter and just like more focused on the barber growing into... Because the whole thing is it's about this barber who becomes confident, right? Like he's a fucking scaredy cat the whole movie and then he makes the big speech. But we don't spend enough time with him to justify that, I think. But the speech itself is quite good i gave it an extra point because of that so seven out of ten is a movie as a spoof eight out of ten because chaplin's work in general is like i said so rooted in like creating spoof culture spoof culture (laughs) (laughs) like he's a pioneer of visual jokes you know him and keaton were like the big names at this time doing this stuff and i think the childishness is maintained in a way that's not tasteless in this movie and i think it does work to help the critique the thing they're trying to critique and deepen the satire that's going on uh at times i think it doesn't go far enough like i do think the movie loses the thread a little bit and because of that it couldn't it doesn't reach the heights that it maybe could have so that's why it's an 8 out of 10 instead of a 10 out of 10 though i do think this movie is quite a good spoof but what is it spoofing guys like what are we really spoofing here you know is there a different movie that I haven't seen that this movie is spoofing? I think this movie literally does spoof like Mein Nazi Kampf. propaganda films. <laughs> Just <laughs> like Nazi <laughs> propaganda, dude. You guys watch oh that? God. Wow. Yeah, you, no, for I real. The the what is it? The Herbert Gurdens, the Freud and Fordens. There there is a, a famous like Nazi Gerbils. documentary guy. Uh, yeah, there was. Yeah, I forget her. There's a famous female documentarian. From yeah, girl boss. Eight out of ten is a movie. Good movie. Yes, Correct side of history. Uh, good on Chaplin for making this. I don't know enough about Chaplin to say he was a good person, but he seems to be remembered. Uh, when he was okay, let me put it to you this way: you can look this up. When he was like twenty, he got married, and his wife was eighteen. And then he got divorced when he was like 30. He got married. His wife's 18. Gets divorced 10 years later. 40. Wife 18. 50. White 18. He. he Not he, great. He had like. No. He had a bunch of wives and they were all progressively younger than him. Yeah. By well, a lot. Yeah, but that was the times, baby. So I say we find <laughs> this guy and we cancel him. Yeah, let's get him. I'll tag him on Twitter. Yeah. Cancel Chaplin. 
Well, at least he was on the right side of politics when he made this movie. Mm-hmm. A uh, little refreshing, I think. Uh, yeah, and then like uh, seven out of ten as a spoof. Sure, why not? Why not, indeed, Kevin? Sure, why not? Ratings are arbitrary and pointless. <laughs> Next segment. I Marty. say, Martin. Marty. Doth thou haveth a song to provideth? Google, translate. I do. <laughs> Go ahead, translate first. Sorry. Google, translate. Doth thou have haveth song to presenteth? Okay. Do you have a song for us? I do. This week's novelty song is called Friday by Rebecca Black. Oh, Written and produced by LA record producers Clarence J and Patrice Wilson, this was Black's debut single and was first released as a music video on February 10th, 2011. Is this why you're making us record on a 7 Friday? 7 a.m. Waking up in the morning. Got to be fresh. Got to go downstairs. Got to have my bowl. Got to have cereal. Ticking. Talking. The time is going. And now we'll play a little sip- snippet of that. The song and video originally came to prominence after Michael J. Nelson of Mr. Science Theater 3000 shared it on Twitter, dubbing it the worst music video ever made, and eventually it was featured on Chosh Chosh Porno. Eventually it was featured on Chosh Porno. The, the, cl- the classic Hitler impression again. No, there's a there's a trio of comedians named Cheech Chong and Chosh. Yeah, <laughs> I was trying to say Tosh. I was trying to say Tosh 2.0 for some reason. Mm. Uh, the song itself has been parodied over and over again, and even the Wikipedia page has light parody on it under the music video tab, development and summary, with the first line of that reading, the concept for the music video is based on the lyrics and presented as a typical Friday for Black. She wakes up and goes to school, meeting her friends on the way. It goes on to literally describe the rest of the video in exact detail. You have to read the Wikipedia for this. Wow. It's so funny. It's like it the Crazy Frog like, Wikipedia. Yes, it step-by-step <laughs> describes the action. It's so funny. This, They're making another uh, Crazy Frog album, by the way. Are they really? Finally. Mm-hmm. We gotta do it. Uh, I mostly picked this song to talk about the musical style, actually. Uh, the song uses uh, the 50s progression, a 1-6-4-5 chord progression yes. that many other yes. popular songs have yes. used. Yes, yes, Marty. <laughs> From the major first to the minor six, it goes like this, the fourth, the fifth, the minor chord, the major lift, baby. The song is in the key of B major at a tempo of 112 beats per minute. And that's B major, Kelly. Mm-hmm. Oh, thank you. That's your favorite. Uh, Kelly's still looking up the rap, but I'm going to ask you guys I a found the rap. question. Oh, you found the rap. Okay. Do I found your, the rap. Do your rap first, because I do have a quiz. Well, I'm a little disappointed, later. because I thought he said something that I thought was prolific, and it's well, not I as wanna hear what, as I want to hear the original and then what you thought. Okay, so it's... But say you, this, how, read how this I, like you're Matthew McConaughey in a Lincoln commercial. Or in True Detective. Oh, God, that's Same difficult. thing, basically. RB, Rebecca Black. So chilling in the front seat. In the front seat. I'm in the back seat. In the back seat. I'm driving. Cruising. Yeah, yeah. 
cruising. Fast lanes, switching lanes, with a car on my side. Whoa, come on. <laughs> Passing by as a school bus in front of me makes TikTok, TikTok, want to scream. Check my name. It's Friday. Come on. Check my time. It's Friday. It's a weekend. We're going to have fun. Come on. Come on, y'all. <laughs> uh, I, I thought he snacks. said... I, I feel 90% of the last half of that is just the word come on, right? Like, <laughs> uh, I actually added in a come on on accident because I'm oh. bad at reading. So, oh, But yeah, there is... In parentheses times three. There's it does two. sound... When you imagine McConaughey and that darkened interior of the Lincoln, it, sound, it sounds pr- prolific that already, that I think. Good, so good I thought it was prolific because... He said, makes TikTok, TikTok. And I thought he said, want to stream, dude. I thought he was talking about streaming oh. TikToks. And I was like, this was like 2011, man. Wow. But he said, want to scream. So whatever, mm-hmm. dude. Yeah. Lame. Gentlemen, this video has received over 166 million views online. But where did this song rank on the Billboard Top 100 oh, Seekers chart? I want to say number one first. with a fucking bullet, dude. All right, okay. number number two because then I win. <laughs> it was number one. It peaked at number Fuck. one on the Heat Seekers chart. <laughs> I can't beat Scott. This where sucks. did it peak on the Billboard Hot 100, the normal regular Hot 100 chart? I'm also going to well, no, I'll say number one. Fuck it. Number two. Kelly, Kelly gets it. It was number 58. Yes, <laughs> crushed. I don't know <laughs> what the difference is between those two charts. I think one is like Rising Star, like quick thing and then the billboard top 100 i think just is like more sustainable thing the billboard top 100 is like the actual top 100 and then the the heat seekers is like based on an algorithm internet like it jumped the most if it it moved the furthest then it it gets placed higher on that Uh, that makes sense so then that makes sense because this song came out of nowhere and was like i everybody saw this song within a week like i remember in college this was like a huge thing it was like you have to watch it and then like because it's so bad (laughs) man at my old job that i i quit this is this would be as as recent as uh the beginning of 2019 okay right yeah the beginning yeah. of 2019 yeah, yeah. uh there was a guy at my old job who played this song very loud off his computer speakers every single friday good for this him this would be an 8 year old meme at that time good good literally just <laughs> for very him very timely i remember i th- i don't remember if this was on the radio like right after or if it was on the radio like a couple of months or a year after i remember listening to like a hot 100 radio station and them saying like oh yeah this song's got a lot of buzz around it and it's getting a lot of flack but i don't know i kind of dig it here it is friday by rebecca black and like that's a dj you can't trust and i was like this (laughs) fucking sucks dude yeah like they're they just do not understand why it's bad my favorite album is just the uh, going to and from commercial music from Hannah Montana, and this song is great. My roommate, I might have said this on the cast before, I feel bad if I did, but my roommate always used to say, as a goof, yeah, I don't know, the music I listen to, I guess like, I'm listening to music that's going to be in car commercials in like three years. <laughs> <laughs> and he was right. That's what we were listening to. Like that's yeah. we we. Oh yeah. man, it was that very. It was like all of our. Tastes. It was funny and accurate. <laughs> hey, and yeah, so these good. car commercial guys know what's up. 
I say. Dude, there's like Bjork songs in car commercials now. It's so funny. Yeah, it's you know great. what commercial I hate? I think like Hulu plays this one all the fucking time. Is the that like it's like a cranberries song, but they like it's yeah. as if Beach House sang a cranberry song where they're like, in every possible way. You know what I'm talking? You know that? You know what I'm talking? I, I can I can imagine yeah, what you're talking about. Can't remember what commercial it's for, but yeah, I remember that. Yeah, that's, I hate the Febreze one. The Febreze one I hate is like awful right now. I hate it so much. I like the progressive ones, but I feel bad because Flo's getting old, guys, and it makes me yeah. Sad. Oh no! Sh- sh- oh God! How is her and her trillion dollars going to get by? <laughs> oh no! I'm not worried about her living. She'll have to hire people to take she's care of her mansion. Have, she's going to die soon, and it's going to be top news. Okay. Dude, do not slag on an actor getting a check. Like, yeah, come I'm not on. doing that. That's no, not. I'm no, just I saying I don't not. feel bad for her aging. I, oh, no, she's... <laughs> oh, no, she's experiencing everything that other humans experience. Right. But plus rich, yeah. <laughs> rich in quotation marks. Hey, just because yeah. she's rich doesn't make her problems any less significant no, than No, I'm yours, saying what asshole. I'm saying is being the progressive lady is a great fucking gig. Like... Well, I'm part of the oh. Progressive Party, so I don't know what the fuck is your problem, dude. <laughs> Scott, do you have a novelty product for us this week? Yeah, I do. It's This is the auditory novelty product. So, Ooh. actually, you know what? We can... We'll make this a little... Qui- I'm going to play a note, oh. and you Ooh. have to guess what note it is. Is it a fucking... This is a keyboard? No. No. It's and I have a it's few a, a few yeah it's a piano isn't this crazy it's a dog noise it's a dog yeah. barking sound Ooh. well it's I have a little xylophone here Ooh. Ooh. Ah. Ooh. and I have a little uh, kazoo that's A sharp that's A sharp Marty is an idiot still A sharp <laughs> you're just saying Marty is an idiot and there happens to be a kazoo nearby is that a fucking midi kazoo dude my favorite that's fucking note. crazy Marty is an so idiot how did you program that sound a kazoo and a xylophone wait and then right. I have this other little piano thing too Scott is a okay. one man band this week children's to- like mm-hmm. musical instruments I guess yeah. yeah is there a problem no we'll talk about it afterward is there a problem here no, we're all we're all good. We'll talk about it. Because I remember, I remember you saying you could do one of the novelty products, but yours is bad. So I, it has to be uh, better I'm not than criticizing this. You, it has to be better not, than Scott. I'm not criticizing you. We'll talk about it. After. I'm letting this play out. I'm letting this play out. This is great. This is top notch content. Guess this note. Okay, but you have to. What what are the na- names of notes? Can you give me a list of all? The it's notes? A through G. Okay, okay, good. I got, and it's I got flat, it. sharp. Wait, wait, wait. Means it's A, lower, B, high. C, D, E, F, and G. Oh, thanks okay. for clarifying. There's no a J. G. <laughs> There's no K. Okay. Okay, good. Okay, I've got it. I'm locked in. I'm listening. All right. I'm closing my eyes. What is this note? This is and people. Actually, do that. If you're a music major, this is like shit you have to be able to do. What note is this? I'll give that to you again a little closer. Yeah. <laughs> it cuts out like right when you do it. It's not very loud. Li- I'm not going to lie. It's not very loud. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go with trusty old D. I'm going D. I'd say E. Kelly, as the musician. You have nailed it. 
Damn it. Damn. Well, now, now I'm now I really want to test Kelly. All right. I'm gonna get one of these. What's this one? A. Um, I think it's A also, actually. It's D. Oh, shit. Marty's ah. original guess. Damn it. Mm-hmm. Oh, dang. This is a good game. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the listener can play along at home. That's true. Or hey, on the go. It. You can download your podcast to your smartphone. All right. <laughs> last one. Last one. Winner takes all. Okay. One note. We're three points. Wait, what? I already have worth one, and Marty has zero. Points. Yeah, it's this one's worth two. Okay. Oh, well, shit. All right. What note is this? That's A. That's A. That's high. That's a high note. That's got to be A. A's high, right? <laughs> is it a B? <laughs> Kelly, you've done it. Damn it. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> the music man. Uh... Oh, the spirit of Thespis runs through his <laughs> veins. The muse sings within him. God. Well, and that's my say. Okay, name this good. tune. Marty is an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> that's so nuts how you programmed your kazoo to have MIDI functionality. That's I so know. cool. <laughs> you can just blow into it and it makes that noise. That's so dope. No, an inside job. <laughs> Not, Marty was an inside shot. Wait, Marty hold on. Here's, I'm going to play This is an old standard. This is one of my favorite songs. <laughs> Epstein didn't kill himself. <laughs> That's so going to do it for us on this week's episode <laughs> of Spoof Scoops and Novelty Songs. Thanks, Thanks for, for listening. listening. We really, really appreciate, appreciate it. it. We really appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> What's just that? <laughs>